This episode of this Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey is brought to you by Energy Healer Jean Borders' Personal Powerful Transformation Program. Know you're leaving money on the table, but can't figure out how to bring it in? Need to double your productivity and profitability? Need an extra push to get things moving in the right direction? Visit www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com slash transformation now and apply for a business consultation with Jean. Welcome to the Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey, where we take out your emotional baggage and heal your emotional body so you get to enjoy the success you desire and deserve. Prepare to feel a sense of relief and empowerment as we get rid of the baggage you've been carrying that's held up your business success up until now. Be sure to visit our website at www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, lean in, get comfortable, and prepare to take off. So hello, everyone. This is Jean Border. I'm your host for the Focused Practical Dreamers Journey podcast. My special guest today is Chris Chambers. I met, hi, Chris, how are you? (laughs) Fantastic. How are you, Jean? I'm fine. We met years ago in the middle of the Caribbean on a healer. It was 2019 with Dr. Nelson's Body Code Group. Before COVID, so we could still have all that fun um, and not worry about being close to people and all the threats that that could bring. And and we had a great time. We did. uh, But it was a, a cruise that was meant to allow healers to come together because what we do a lot of times is a very solitary endeavor. Mm-hmm. We work one-on-one with clients. Um, and this gave us a chance to interact with other people doing the same thing we are, right. <laughs> which isn't as common as you might think it is, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the gifts that I believe Chris has is the gift of connection because he seems to create groups that gravitate towards his message at the time. It's very, it was very interesting to me to watch how all that, that worked. But I, I believe that's one of your gifts anyway. Oh, thank you. I don't thank know if anybody's you. told you that before, but that's my belief. Well, it, it, help, it helps to be an extrovert too. Yeah. <laughs> which most, I'm healer, not. <laughs> most healers aren't actually. No, which yeah. I, I'm not. So the one-on-one works great for me. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I've alluded to the fact that we both are healers in the energy world. And that's um, not a world that a lot of people know a lot about. How did you come into that world? Well, uh, there's a, a long story. I've always been interested in spirituality. And uh, about 15 years ago, I was having a difficult time in my life. And I needed some help. And I looked here and I looked there and I looked another place. And then finally, I stumbled upon the emotion code. And that worked so well. In one, I had one session with a, a lady who was just training. She was just doing her, her practicum. And it worked so well for me. I, I could tell this, this is amazing. I want to learn more. So we were working on the heart wall. And uh, she ended up doing more sessions for me remotely. And uh, it took about 12 sessions to clear my heart wall. Wow. But when it cleared, 
I could totally feel it. And, and I wasn't even near her. I didn't even know that it had been done, but I felt something huge. And this was the same time I was um, in Chicago with Dr. Nelson for a weekend emotion code because I wanted to learn it. I was, you know, gung ho. I got to learn this. So all that together. And um, yeah, totally convincing. Uh, big shift there with the with the heart wall cleared. And um, so that's pretty much the, the beginning. And then I went on to body code and so on. And, you know, the last few years, it's been something called the light alignment healing method, which has come through me to me or through me or whatever. And it's, it's inspired. So it's um, a, an application of the body code, actually. That's, that's my journey so far. So what is the heart wall? Just for oh. our listeners who don't oh, know. Okay. Okay. Heart wall one out there, right? Yeah. Well, the energy field can be blocked in in different ways there can be uh, something like a trapped emotion in the field in you know let's say affecting an organ or a muscle or a gland but there's also a wall that can be built and one of the most common ones is around the heart because the heart is a vulnerable part of ourselves you know it's uh, sensitive and uh, when we respond to hurt um, sometimes the subconscious will build a wall to, to quote unquote, protect the heart. Unfortunately, the protection blocks love coming in and going out. So the heart is basically protected, but it's cut off. So we, when we know that there's a heart wall, we work on clearing the energy that the heart wall is made of until it is cleared. And we make sure that the client is safe to live without a heart wall. Again, without a heart, I thought you were going to say, "I'm like, what?" <laughs> well, you yeah. already were. Basically, you were uh, practically living without a heart with the wall. You know, you weren't in touch with it. So the wall, um, yeah, the wall is um, quite a thing. But then the walls can be over uh, around any any chakra or any organ or gland. There's all kinds of walls that can be there, but um, the heart wall is a, a real biggie. And what did you notice when you said your heart wall was cleared and you just knew? How did you just... It was uh, kind of a euphoria, feeling great, feeling connected. I was in the um, O'Hare airport at the time. And I'm just looking around. Everything was so beautiful and, you know, people look good and I felt amazing. And now you have the gift of connection. So it's that's yeah. interesting that, that yeah. you said... You just felt more. It, it is a good connection, of course. Yeah. Yeah. When we're, well, I also use the terminology of the light with the capital L to explain my work. And light is the energy of, of the divine. So we can call it God. We can call it source, creator. But I call it the light because it doesn't have any religious baggage. You know, light is light. Light is an easy concept to get. It's easy to think about light and darkness. So, um, yeah, when we're when we're in touch with the light, when we're connected to the light, the darkness goes away. That we don't have to fight anything. It just the light basically shines away the darkness. So, why did you find yourself drawn towards the emotion code in the beginning? 
like I said, I needed help. I was I was in a troubled marriage, which eventually dissolved. And it was a good thing, you know. We we found that it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a good thing to continue. There was no. Uh, we even went to counseling, and there was just no hope for the marriage. So we we ended it, and uh, you know, it worked out fine for both of us. I I'm a firm believer in the fact that things show up when they're meant to show up. And so the fact that the this emotion code thing showed up for you at that time and has changed the course then, the trajectory, right, of your journey completely is, is kind of important, I think. Well, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it is it, it's that's what I call the flow. Being in the flow when things just show up for you, uh, you know, so-called spontaneously or coincidentally, it isn't. It, it's There's a reason for it. When you're ready, you know, when you're ready, the, the right things come to you. And so you enjoyed the emotion code so much, you went on to the body code. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And opened a private practice, I'm assuming, at that point. I was, uh, I w- my, historically, I was a gardener. And for four years, I continued the gardening work, but I was starting to take clients for the emotion code. So it took me four years before I was able to sell the gardening business and go full time. That happened exactly 10 years ago that I completely, uh, am, you know, just in the energy healing uh, full time. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, best the best thing. I've ever it's it's ever happened to me in terms of work because there's no commute, <laughs> working, you know, working online, working in something that I really love and that helps people. It just doesn't get better. When I look at your website, your gardening background comes into play. You have such beautiful scenic pictures, which I have to assume is of somewhere around where you live. Oh yeah, they're all local photos because I, I go around with my iPhone. Love my iPhone. It's it's fairly new to me, but the the, the camera feature, yeah, nothing, and you can just photograph anything. You know, you can enlarge it. It's beautiful. So I'm taking photos all the time, and the best ones end up, you know, in my Facebook or my website. Cool. So your web address is Heart Freedom. Is Heartfreedom.ca. Okay. Yeah. And that's for Canada, I'm guessing. CA for Canada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's another guest who is not anywhere near where I am, but this one I have met in person. <laughs> He's in right. Canada and I'm in Ohio at the moment. So yeah. again, we're we're distant, but we're connected through energy. So I, exactly. I, yeah. I really enjoy that. Something else along his journey um, that coincided with mine was while we were on the cruise, then I believe it was Chris who came up with this idea. Oh, we should all keep in touch. After the cruise is over. Oh, oh, yeah, the body code <laughs> cruisers. Yes, that's right. So he created a Facebook group called Body Code well, Cruisers. Actually, not not quite. I jumped in very early, but uh, someone else, Beth Foley, actually did ah. create the group, and then I jumped in uh, very early on to um, to encourage us to have week, uh, monthly meetings. Yes. So we had monthly Zoom meetings until very recently. So over like four. For four years. Yeah. It was amazing too, because all during COVID, we would have these meetings. So we would have other healers talk about things that 
um, issues that had come up with our clients that maybe we could look at something here. Did we explore this avenue? You know, mm-hmm. and some of it was just for support because yeah. you're alone in your home. Yeah. You have nobody to talk to. Your clients are all remote, you know, online. So it's not like you're mm-hmm. talking to anybody face to face during that time. So it was yeah. a very big help for me and for a lot of other healers that mm-hmm. you and a couple other people really held the group together. I think yeah, you moderated I, I, I tend to be I, I tend to be very tenacious with things like that that have value. We also archived the recordings. We had the recordings were available mm-hmm. on that Facebook page. So um, they still are. The Facebook page is still out there. Yeah, that's it's called Body Code doing. Body Code Cruisers. If anybody's interested. <laughs> To join yeah it was a fun time and and like i said it kept us connected during a time when yeah the world was just in such an upheaval you yeah. know yeah so the fact that we could do this work remotely i don't have any clients that i do in person you know all my work is remote yeah it's on basically the phone I, yeah i I'm, I'm like that too yeah because they all we couldn't we couldn't see them in person anymore so everybody's adapted to uh to remote work now yeah and so be it. And it's a good thing that we do the kind of work that was already distance healing, right? You said that your heart wall went away mm-hmm. with a distance healer working. Yeah, with with the re, with remote sessions, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So and I will say one more thing about the lockdown time. It it had no impact on my business. My my business was the same all the way through. Mine grew a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Especially, well, I know. I heard of people who couldn't. You know, they their restaurant had to be closed and they went out of business. There's so many tra- tragedies that happened. You know, so again, we're really blessed. Yes. Yeah. So, when you think of who has impacted your life the most, and in, in with regard to your career in particular, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who might that be? What who who has helped you along your journey? towards the life and career that you have now? I can think of three people primarily. Uh, Dr. Brad Nelson, who I think is the most exemplary person for the, uh, of the, in, in this field. You know, humble and, and completely divinely guided and ad- admittedly divinely guided. He's, he's amazing. I've met him several times. He's awesome. Dr. Wayne Dyer got me through a lot because I've I've been listening to Wayne Dyer for many, many years, basically when he would do uh, shows on PBS. Exactly. Same here. He always just had the right, the right thing. I didn't listen to it faithfully, but I would hear something. Oh my God, that makes sense. So all over a long period of time, he, you know, he always gave me good ideas that, that were beneficial. And uh, one of them, which I'll share, how he stopped drinking alcohol. It's an amazing story. That inspired me to completely give it up about 10 years or so ago. I I do not drink alcohol anymore. And there's a spiritual reason for it. He gives He gives a good reason, spiritual rationale for it, because it lowers your vibration. Wayne Dyer, and then Dr. David Hawkins, Power Versus Force. Mm-hmm. I started reading David Hawkins at the same time I started studying the emotion code. Oh, wow. 
because uh, Dr. Nelson refers to the book in the Emotion Code book. And I said, oh, I'm, I might as well read this too. And that gave me a great outlook on spirituality and our, our rate of vibration. He has another book called Letting Go, if you haven't read that one. that's another He's one. got a bunch of books out yeah. there and multiple, multiple recordings. Mm-hmm. David Hawkins was a real sort of a mystic, but he could communicate so well. He has such a good gift of speaking and, and writing. So those three gentlemen, I would say. Cool. Yeah. Uh, here's a, a twist. Who do you think you have influenced? Or do you think you've influenced people? And I don't need games, but, you know, just in general. Uh, yeah, I, I would say probably. I don't know a lot. I, like nobody's really come to me and says, oh, you changed my life. But, you know, I I know that by talking about the things that I talk about, I know people are are listening. I have a, a Facebook group right now called the Light Alignment Healing Method which has 400 members. And these are all um, people that ask to join. It's not, not easy to get into that. It's not like just sign up. You, you must be vetted, you know, to get in there. I have that group. So, yeah, I, I imagine at some, at some point, you know, people are, are influenced by me, but I don't know any specifics. I it's would... just, oh, it's just a flow of, of, of you know, it's a flow. I would venture to say that you've made huge impact in your clients' lives. Well, thank you. And there are also other healers that I know for a fact that you have influenced. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, Yeah. Some clients that that is true. That is true. I have, I have definitely noticed that. Yeah, you're right. When you see a client's life change (laughs) and the only thing that changed in their life was their relationship with you. That's a little bit of a hint that you've had some influence, right? Yeah, it's okay. But, you know, I'm not keeping track of that at all. It's not important, uh, you know, to know that. It's good. I mean, it's beautiful, but I don't need to know that. I just do what I do. And that's cool. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure they're thrilled that that you came along at the right time when you were supposed to, when they were open to it, because let's face it, people say we do weird stuff, right? We have a conversation and something changes. Well, you know, (laughs) we don't touch anybody. We don't, you know, it's just, we have a conversation, something shifts and their life looks a little bit different. We're not working in the, in the third dimension. We're working in, in a higher dimension. So a person who only can envision the third dimension cannot understand what we're doing. For them, it's woo-woo. It's out there, or it's crazy. You know, they're not, and, and you don't even, they're, they're not even need to really try to explain to somebody like that. Bless them. They're in, they're in their three-dimensional world. I hope, I hope it goes well for them, but they're not ready for, for this work. You know, I've, I've seen people try. And it's such a strain and such a stress that they, they, they can't they can't get there. And it's all right, you know. This is this is a person has to be open. And to be open, it means that you have to be open to something more than three dimensions. This work is essentially five-dimensional work. And what do you mean by that? There are more dimensions than we can physically see and touch. I don't know exactly how many dimensions there are out there, but there's many. And with God being at the very, very highest, 
So we can call it a rate of vibration. But the concept of dimension is useful because then you see like one overlays the other. And the most, the, the, the smallest dimension is the first dimension. Like just imagine a point, just a period on a piece of paper, like that would be one dimension. Two dimension would be a line going from A to B. So that would be two dimension. Three dimension would be, let's say, a, a, um, um, a shape, like a pyramid. A pyramid would be three dimensional. And four dimensional, fifth dimensional, it's hard to, um, to give you um, a graphic image, but it's greater than the one, two, three dimension, four, fourth, fifth, sixth. There's just more happening. There's more, more depth to it. There's more substance. That's a good word. I'm not sure if that's a good word, but it overlays. So the divinity overlays everything. Then there's the archangels, the angels, and, and us. The world was created with a fifth dimensional consciousness. So the, perf the, perfect, the perfect planet Earth is the way it was originally when everything was in balance, everything was growing and harmony. But we have modified it to bring in pollution and, you know, war and everything like that and all kinds of nasty consciousness. So we've lowered the, the, the vibration of the earth to three dimensions. And in three dimensions, it's uh, polarity. There's, you know, good versus evil, black versus white, war, conflict, poverty, disease. But the five-dimensional plan was never like that. It was, it was a beautiful plan that I believe we can get back to. Individually, each person raising their consciousness realizes, as you raise your consciousness, war is not a good thing. I, I, you know, I do not want to, I don't want to fight. I don't want to witness violence. I don't want to even watch watch it on in media i i i, I it, it repulses me i want to i want to be in peace so that's a you know more or less an enlightened consciousness and when enough people have that we will have that in the world one person at a time when people come to you and ask how do you know this stuff works what what kind of a response would you give i'll tell you the truth most of my work is referral. They, they, they're already, they've already heard from a trusted person that they got help from me and that I'm worth checking out. So I don't get a lot of skeptics because the skeptic is there. Well, you show me, you know, this is, uh, this is not going to, I'm not going to argue with or, or try to convince anybody. Let's put it that way. I don't, I don't spend any time convincing people. I work with people who are, are open. Same here. <laughs> but I do on the back burner have a website that I can send people to that is now doing scientific studies where they match, mapped out the energy systems of the mm -hmm. body and they do the um, 
medical studies to show, okay, if yeah. I do tapping, you know, with EFT, what parts of the brain are stimulated yeah. and yeah. how does yeah. that affect the amygdala and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, it, yeah, it, it certainly, no, the, um, the, 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 the quote unquote proof is, is coming, coming around. I remember reading Louise Hay. She was one of the first, right? Mm-hmm. Heal your body. And at that time, this was like 1980, it was such a shocking, horrible idea that emotions could cause this disease. <laughs> oh, my God. How horrible is that to say that somebody caused themselves to be sick? Yeah. I remember the conversation because I was trying to talk to people about it. And it was like, my God, I was hitting a wall there. You know, oh, no, there's no connection. No connection. Can't be. So, yeah, we've come a long way in terms of a holistic, you know, our understanding that one thing affects another and mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah. When I first um, found the emotion code, doc- Dr. Brad was um, talking about the idea that <coughs> they, they have this idea that about 80% of all dis-ease in the body is created ultimately by emotions that got stuck in the body somewhere and didn't process out properly, you know? So if you have enough of that buildup and imbalance in your body, eventually it shows up as a physical symptom. Yeah. Because that's how the body gets our attention. That is how the, it's just like the red light on the dashboard to check the engine. Mm -hmm. If you ignore that, you're going to have problems. And the longer you ignore it, the stronger the the symptoms get. That's right. So the body, you know, the, the body's telling you something's got to be checked here. And most people will run to the doctor and get a prescription. And then the, then the, the red light goes out, you know, but, but it hasn't solved the problem. It's treated the symptom. And then that medication creates another symptom, which requires mm-hmm. another medication, which and creates so another symptom, <laughs> which so creates yeah. another medication. And eventually you got a circle going. Yeah. When when my mother, my mother had dementia and she went into a convalescent home, elderly, her elderly. And uh, in the first week, she met with a doctor. All of a sudden, she had 10 prescriptions. Oh, Oh, and all the pills, you know, all the pills and all the stuff, you know, like that was that was the standard practice. It probably still is, you know. Yeah, uh, I was not in a position to do anything about it then. So I I just left her in their care and, uh, you know. You do the best you can with the information. Yeah, but I didn't know. I didn't know about energy work at the time. I, I You know, maybe, you know, maybe I could have helped her at the time. I'm working with a lady who has dementia now. Oh. And I am hearing good things that good. There, are, there are good signs happening. So who knows? I, I believe everything's reversible. And the more studies they push into it, the more they see that dementia is reversible. It just requires certain protocols that aren't necessarily. Mainstream. Um, yes. Mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> some of them are more mainstream, but they don't fit the protocols already established. Yeah. For treatment. And so therefore well, the- they're, they're resisted greatly. We'll just say that. Well, let's face it. You know, the medical establishment uh, has has ingrained 
methods, right? You don't yes. want to rock the boat, right? You, yes. You've got to keep it in within the, the framework. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm not much of a fan. You know what I'm a fan of? I'm a fan of emergency trauma care. Like yes. somebody's in an accident. Absolutely. That's the best thing. You get them, you know, fix them up, you know, broken bones, whatever. That That's, that's great. But in terms of disease treatment, I have other ideas. Well, unfortunately, it's it's treat the symptom, don't actually get to the have a cure. The you know, it's yeah, just don't treat get to the root cause. No. Yeah, I, I, I believe I really believe we have the we have understanding of the the root cause, energy imbalance. I agree. I agree. Now, I also agree that medical professionals have a place. I agree yeah. with the trauma bit one hundred percent. I also think they're good for discovery, for ruling things out, for seeing if something's off in your blood levels, right? To see if you've got a toxin in your body that that needs to be addressed. Yeah, that's right. Just the protocols that they utilize to correct it. If they haven't been working, why would you continue them is my question. But that's what's established protocol. But if they're not working, why are you continuing to to utilize them Mm -hmm. but that's a story for another time that's right but i do i do like the fact that the testing is available to rule things out it helps you at least it helps me with with some clients to focus on specific things right good good point um also you can do very simple tests to see if you're um heavy metals you know yeah, if you've got toxic like toxic levels in your system, so you can address those very easily, even on a physical world, yeah. the world, physical world uh, correction with detox, right? Sure. So it's all kinds of things you can do. I just don't necessarily go along with established protocols. <laughs> How's that? No kidding. <laughs> How's that? Gene, um, you are a radical. I know, I know, I know. I'm trying and, to be so politically correct. I'm proud correct. of it, right? Yeah. It. yeah. Well, I'm trying to be politically correct because they do have their place, and I do utilize them yeah. on rare yeah. occasions. It drives my family nuts that I don't go to the hospital for everything, you know, okay? But um, <laughs> but I do occasionally go when, I, when, I, when I've decided that they'll, it'll provide value, right? Okay. Um, but it has to be an informed decision, and there have to be – it's like I tell my clients – if if the doctor, I don't get in the middle of a doctor and a client no. patient relationship. Oh. Whatever your doctor says, that's what you do. Yeah. And they that's come right. to me and say, "Well, should I take this? Does this test good?" I'm like, "You do what your doctor says." But my suggestion is, you read that brochure they give you with your medications. Yeah. You read all the side effects. You decide if that's good for you or bad for you. And if you yeah. decide if it's not great, go back to your doctor and say, "Is there an alternative?" Right. Or is or, this actually, or get, or get a second, or get a second opinion? Yeah. Or is this really necessary, or is it just, just in case something yeah. might happen? Sure, sure. Because yeah. those are, I think, those are valid questions to ask a medical professional, rather than just, oh, here's a prescription, here's a prescription, here's a prescription that's just going to create another side side effect. Yeah. But I also believe this is again personal belief, not not for anybody else out there to to take on, but a lot of times. Doctors give us a chance to have enough time lag for the body to heal on its own. Okay. 
So you go to a doctor's appointment and the doctor doesn't know how to cure you, but he's going to give you a little stopgap that'll make you emotionally feel like you've done something to make yourself feel better. And then by the time the prescription's done, your body healed itself anyway. <laughs> so that's a funny idea, but that's my idea. It's just a stopgap to give your time, give your body time to heal. So me, yeah. I just put off going to the doctor for all that time until mm-hmm. I've realized, no, I've, I've had healers working on me and I can't. So I need a little physical something to yeah. assist with all the, the energy work that's being done. Well, yeah. uh, to, to back up what you're saying, I injured my knee about two years ago. And um, there was no, I, I, I saw about it. It was just the thing that, uh, you know, it was going to work out because nothing was broken. It was just sort of dis- dislocated a little bit. Anyway, it, it found its way back uh, in place. The pain uh, lasted, though, for almost a year. But after a year, there is nothing wrong with it now. It's completely functional again. And okay. I no medication, no you know, nothing, just I had to favor it, you know, and all this stuff. But other than that, it took care of itself. It took a year, but the body's no created to heal. Of it course, it's designed it to heal. If you yeah. cut your hand and mm-hmm. you keep it clean, you can watch it over time heal itself, yeah, right? Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to tell it what to do. It knows yeah. if you put it mm-hmm. in, a, in the condition where everything is favorable for it to heal. Yeah. It's kept clean. It's kept dry. You don't keep putting it in mud or something, you know, you, you know, and you, have, and, and you have an attitude. You have an attitude that this is healing too. You yes. also, yes. you know, you all, you also have that attitude, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. The, um, the highest, uh, the highest price automobiles, Lamborghini, Ferrari, and all this stuff. These these are almost worshipped by by many people. Why? Because they're designed with such precision and intricacy and quality, right? Like everything, you know, top top of the line, top of the line. How much more quality is our body than that? Because it was created by divine intelligence. It was designed by divine intelligence. You know, the, the cars are designed by, you know, skilled engineers, but it doesn't come close to the quality of, of what we're made of. That's how I think of it. And I learned this through the body code of all the different systems, how you can look at a system like the immune system. Mm-hmm. And it's every part of the body is covered in some way by the lymphatic, or it could be the tonsils or the the liver the bone marrow, there's there's all these parts of the body that work for towards immunity, getting rid of toxins, keeping the body healthy. It, just that is a marvel in itself. The circulatory system, you know, how much veins and, and arteries going through our body, uh, the nervous system, all that, you know. Who could ever have sat down and, and designed? What human could ever have thought that up? And then you look at animals. They have very similar systems, too, in their bodies. Very similar. Yep. So this, this to me, is a clear sign that, you know, divine. And, and an animal, by the way, an animal gets sick or injured. What does it do? It goes and hides. It goes into seclusion until it's healed or dies. Animal. 
they tune into that healing energy right away. I'm just going to be quiet here until I'm better. Yes. Right. That's um. You know, we're we're running the dog to the doctor for anything, but you know the the, the naturally the, there's there's a healing process that is is just there. It's innate. But we've forgotten it in a lot of we've ways. We've forgotten a lot. We've forgotten a lot. Exactly. In yeah. a lot of ways, we've also been indoctrinated, right? You see on TV, you know, yeah. all the advertisements I see mm-hmm. for medications that you know it's 30 seconds of if this happens go see your doctor well yeah yeah. but if there's a chance of death why would i take that just to have clear skin i mean seriously suicidal thoughts are a side effect and so you're going to give that to somebody yeah i'm like how's that again soapbox time here yeah i'm gonna step off my soapbox but you know sometimes logic goes out the window when you're indoctrinated to just accept what you're told. Uh, you know, I could talk for hours about mind control, but let's let's go on to uh, let's, <laughs> let's keep it in the uh, energy field, okay? Keep it in the energy world. Okay. Yeah. So back in your journey, let's go back up again. Yeah. So you did emotion code, then you did body code, then you started having these ideas about, and I'm going to throw you here because it's not what you're calling it, the subconscious healing method. Okay, well, that's that, <laughs> no, that was the first that was the first inspiration. You're yeah. right. It was the subconscious healing method. It was um, uh, to to address the idea that the subconscious could be split and or separated. This came out of a discussion I had. Can there and the the conclusion was that there could be more than one subconscious mind in a person in other words there could be another subconscious mind so the energy healer is working on the main one but the problems are with this other compartment or whatever that we're never we're never addressing so that became a real revelation i was guided to a way to bring them back together so that there's no more separation there's only one subconscious the other uh, part of that is that there could be a split within the subconscious. So even if there's only one subconscious, there could still be a split in there that needs to be healed again. So separations, different ones, and then splits in the in the main one. And some people came up with like 20 splits. Well, you have to, I, I, it, it was very logical for me because even in the military, they teach compartmentalization, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as yeah. a as a survival tool. Yeah, of course. That, in a lot of ways. Cool. That's exactly the word. And exactly. so it yeah. the fact that it came to you as something to be addressed, it just made perfect sense. Sure, you know? sure. Yeah, that's right. So that that anyway, that became um the the thrust for a good year. And two years ago, this month actually, the concept of light alignment uh came to me. Aligning with the light. And this um, is the big um, thrust of my work now, is uh, getting a person aligned with the light. The more we're aligned with the light, the more we have access to all the gifts of God. And the gifts of God are what our original birthright, abundance, joy, connection, healing. You name it. The, the list. The list is long. Our Creator created us 
heard of love. And when you love your child, you want the best for them. You don't want them to suffer. You don't you don't want to send them suffering. You want them to to thrive. So when I'm aligned with the light, and I, I literally can tell you that I work on being a hundred percent aligned with the light as much as possible. I do I do fall down a bit. Something can can throw me off a little bit, but I, I get right back up to a hundred percent because I know it. I know when I'm not. And I want to be there. And by being there, I'm connected. I'm connected. It's like unplugging your, your computer from the internet. You can do some stuff on it, but you're way limited. But you plug back in, and now you've got everything available to you. It's the same with the light. The light has everything for us. The light knows what we need. All we have to do is ask for help. Ask and you shall receive. I understand what that means. So the light alignment, uh, in the light alignment healing method, we do have subconscious healing method can be uh, one branch of it. A person may need that. They may need, may need the body code. There's several things that, that we can do. But ultimately, it's to bring the person to a, a light, to the highest light alignment that they can uh, manage. So you actually have a Facebook page with, yes. for this group where you're always yes, actually, doing demos. I can, can I show you that? Can I, sure. can I share my screen? Okay. Yeah, that'd be fine. Let's see if I can get that up here. And um, um, so how can I reduce that? Um, if I can get, to, oh yeah, here we go. I guess I'll share my screen. That would be a good start. Um. Might as well pause now because this is going to be, this might take a minute. Okay, so I see your Facebook group here. Right, Light Alignment Healing Method, that's the name of it. A person can join it, uh, can ask to join, and there's some qualifying questions. There is a bit of a hurdle to get in, and then once you're approved, you're in, you're a member, there's... Today, there's 395 members. I can invite people. Um, occasionally, I do, but mostly people just hear about it and they, and they find, uh, find our, our, our page. And then, um, while I'm sharing the screen, if I may, here is the Light Alignment Healing Method. This is an ebook. And uh, we have, um, this is two years of, of material that's compiled in this ebook. And I, there's, uh, by the way, the Facebook page is completely free. The training is completely free, but the ebook has a price tag of $39. So it's the only thing that is out of pocket for a person is, is the, uh, the ebook. Cool. And they can see demos on your um on the Facebook, Facebook page, page yes, we, right? we do demos. We do a demo session every week, but this is what's in in the um, in the ebook. We have protocols, exercises, and charts. My favorite so, chart is is the the positive qualities chart. Can I can I get into this a little bit? Because this is sure. this is a big deal. 
How would you use this chart? Yeah, right. Okay. Um, let's say the person has the trapped emotion of failure, which in the emotion code would be column B, row two. It would be the first one. It would be failure. This counterpart, this is the counterpart quality. So the counterpart of failure is success. So once we clear the failure from the person's energy field, we realign them with the quality of success in that case. That sounds very useful. Yeah. So there's 60, 60 qualities here, which relate to the 60 trapped emotions. Most common one is shame that gets cleared. And the replacement for shame is sovereignty. And so how would you clear and how would you replace? Okay, the person tests, let's say they have a trapped emotion of shame, we clear the shame using our emotion code protocol. Okay, that's what I was getting at. If somebody's listening to this podcast who doesn't know anything about yeah. mm-hmm. emotion code, what does that mean? Yeah. That and there that, are procedures in place and we just follow established procedures mm-hmm. that we've done yeah. a million times for a million yeah. reasons. Yeah. And it's very simple. But what I'm adding here is that now that the shame is released, we replace it with sovereignty, which, as you can imagine, is completely the opposite of, of shame. Well, shame is, if I remember correctly, like the lowest vibration on the yeah. vibrational chart, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you release that that emotion that's stuck in your body that's vibrating in your body of shame, which is a very low vibration. When you release that your vibration naturally rises up. It it raises, it raises. Yeah. And so then you go from there, we go another step with the sovereignty. And now you add something that's a very high vibration. And so it just is raising it even further. There you go. So that's um, that's one of the things that we do in the in the light alignment. We we have some very active exercises to raise the person's vibration because we need to raise our vibration to coincide with the light. The light is always there for us at any time, but if our vibration is low, we can't connect with it. Not because it's holding back; it's because we're we need to to raise our vibration. We need to take that initiative. Yeah, anytime people talk about vibrations, I um I I start hearing the Beach Boys song Good Vibrations in my head. <laughs> mm. Nice song. Very yeah. nice song. But yeah. but it's very telling. It really is. Yeah. You know, if you're around Beautiful. somebody that makes yeah. you feel really weird, chances are they're giving out a vibe that you're picking up on, you know? Everything, everything has everything and everyone has a vibration. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We need to be with people that are resonant um, with us or we're, you know, we're going to have a very tough time of it. I know lots of people who are in families uh, with spouses who are completely different and it's it's, it's very, very stressful. And um, we have to, to determine if, if that is, you know, worth continuing or can, can it be healed or not? And if it can be healed, good. If it can't be healed, Maybe uh, maybe something needs to be done. And the first step to that is always awareness. That mm-hmm. there, first, that something exists. And second, that there are choices. Exactly. Right? And then having the honesty to look within, you know, and look at what what I'm holding, you know, not trying to justify it. Look, if it's hurting me, I really, you know, it's not good for me to be carrying this anymore. 
you know, when people justify a grudge, well, you know, look, it's hurting the person, hurting me by holding the grudge, not the person out there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I seem to get into that conversation too. Um, Forgiveness does so much harm to the mental, emotional, spiritual, but also the physical body. The what more you, you hold, for, the, 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 unforgiveness. the the more you hold on to a bad Blame. deed that was done to you yeah, that yeah. you oh, can't yeah. let, let go of, yeah, yeah. the more you carry it in, the more you compress it, the more you lower your vibration, if you will. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. The more you impact your world. And eventually, your physical body will begin to show the strain a lot of times. Here's a good one. Here's a good example, a a, a little statement that is memorable. Energy flows where attention goes. Yes. If I'm looking at the negative, that's that's where my energy is going to be. I'm going to be in a negative state of mind and, and emotion. If I'm looking at how to solve a problem or looking at the a good outcome, I'm raising my vibration. It's very simple. It's very simple, but it's very hard sometimes. (laughs) It's very easy to focus on what I did wrong or what they did to me or what I could have done better or or all this rather than saying, okay, here's where I am now. How do I get to where I want to go? I, I believe I have uh, an answer to that. And it's, you know, basically, it's, first of all, it's get over that. Get over it. That, uh-huh. that's where start. Get over it and start to build something positive. That's all. There's and take others. that first step. Take one step. If that's yeah. all you can do today, take one step today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe tomorrow you'll take two. Maybe you'll only take one. But mm-hmm. take the first step, right? I will tell you, though, that when you get out of that pit, you know, that because I've been in it, I, I know what the depths of depression is. I, I, I've actually experienced that. And I remember saying, when I got out of it, I said, I am never gonna, never gonna let myself fall like that again. I never have. Never. I, I made an absolute commitment because I saw the pits, how bad it is, how horrible it is. And I said, never, never again. And that's that I made a vow. And that's, that's a positive vow that I made. But a lot of times that what that's what it takes. You have to get yeah. to the point where you just say oh, yeah. no more. I can't do it anymore. That's, that's right. You know, some people that have suffered so much are just amazing people, uh, you know, after getting themselves together again. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, the, it, it's the, the rubber band has been stretched so, so hard. You know, there's no more, you know, there's no more uh, power to it. It's you you've gone through what you had to go through. And and now you can create a beautiful life. And so here's the question. Are there human angels? Definitely, yes. Definitely, yes. This is uh, something that I have discovered in the last two years, along with the light, that there are human angels. And human angels bring... Hope, divine energy to the the three-dimensional world. So there are a lot of human angels, many of whom don't know that they are. You can always tell a human angel there's something about their their positivity, their, their, their kindness, 
maybe their voice, maybe their appearance, but not always, but sometimes some, some look really amazing, some sound really amazing. And some are just, you know, always there, always present uh, when, when they're needed, always giving. So it's, it's fairly easy to tell a human angel. And I'll give one example. Elvis Presley. You would think, well, rock and roll and all stuff, but the man, his love was gospel music. Mm-hmm. He made some amazing gospel recordings. You have to hear them because that was his heart and soul. And he had a spiritual quality. Despite the, the rock and roll image and everything like that, there was something to that man that was amazing. And, you know, there are still people, there's still thousands of men who impersonate Elvis. Why? What, what did he have? What was the quality? Because he was a human angel. He had a mission. They're not, most human angels aren't, aren't in the public eye, by the way, but you, you will know them. I'm going to say my mom was one. She didn't know a stranger. Everybody loved my mother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They would bend over backwards to come and see her, to hear her talk, to to yeah. to interact with her. It yeah. was just amazing to me, you know. Um, I, I I intuit you that you are correct. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually researching a book on human angels and uh, I hope to have it this year finished it's uh something that really fascinates me interesting yeah yeah, yeah yeah and there are those people that you're just drawn to you know without rhyme or reason just they just have something that draws you yeah. in mm-hmm. you know or they just show up randomly you know uh, to to help uh, mm-hmm. there's lots of accounts of that too, you know, and, and then they, they actually disappear. They vaporize, they show up in, in, at an accident scene. Where's that woman? Well, we didn't see anybody, uh-huh. but she got me out of the car. You know, like, like you never know, like the human angel. So there's a, a sort of a, a super imposition of, of angelic and human quality together at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, if you believe in angels there, they don't have bodies, but the human angel has a body and has a life, a human mm-hmm. life at the same time. Interesting so stuff. The human, angel, the human angel is not um, not perfect and, and can definitely make mistakes and, and take wrong directions too. That's, that's another reality of it, un- unless they know that they are. Well, once you add the word human onto angel, you've kind of <laughs> changed that's the meaning. Right. That's right. right. <laughs> big time. Big time. It is. Yeah. But it's a it's an evolutionary step. So if we were going to talk about one of the one of the most enjoyable parts of your business, what would that be? Uh, the list is long. <laughs> Self-employment. Yeah. Okay. There's no boss. Well, there's one boss, the only, the one and only creator <laughs> is my boss. But other than that, no human boss. Um, the joy of helping people, the joy of, of uh, you know, making my living doing this, making my own schedule. 
being following my intuition, you know, like I, I have the, you know, the, 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 the connection to be guided in a certain direction for a certain condition of a client that may be complete, something I've never done before, but I'm guided to do it. Yep. So I have the, the resources to help just about anybody. I'm working with somebody who has Parkinson's disease and uh, that's, but there, there's progress. Small. I've had, I've had that too. Yeah. But, but something's happening. Because I do believe that everything's reversible. But so in, it, terms of, it, in terms of work, work, never been happier. I, I envision, I do not envision retiring from this work either. This is something I can do for a very long time. Well, it's almost like if you have the ability, you have an obligation to utilize it. You know, it's, that's very... It's a different strong, way. strong word, strong word, responsibility. Maybe, maybe I'd say responsibility in a way. Um, yeah, maybe. Because if you sit back and do nothing when the yeah. other people oh. could be helped, you know, yeah. I, I, I just can't see myself. I, I'm, I'm just not that kind of person that I'm going to sit with the remote control and a beer and watch TV. It's not going to happen. So I'll be doing <laughs> something. Okay. So if you were going to advise somebody who's, not as far along in the business as you are um, of a pitfall that they might want to be aware of or obstacles that may come up. What might that be? What? Oh, very simple. Don't take, uh, don't take it all on your shoulders as if it's your success or failure. Don't judge yourself by, Oh, they didn't feel better or they ah. did feel. Better. Don't take it on that. Oh, I, I did that. Or, or I'm, I'm to blame for that. Never do that. You need the, the biggest lesson for me right at the beginning was to disconnect emotionally from the process. Forget about what I think is wrong or, or what I think how it should be done. Just listen and tune in to the person's energy field to find what's there that's responsible for this problem that they have. So it's, it's a certain detachment that we need to have, because if not, we get involved, we're going to start sharing energy with the client, maybe picking up energies, not going to work. Totally agree. Totally agree. That's my, that's my advice there. Because they're the ones doing the healing. You're just facilitating somehow. Well, I'll put it this way. The way I look at it now, the light is actually the agent, the healing agent working in tandem with the person's body to do the healing. And you and I are facilitating removal of obstacles to that happening. We're sort of like garbage collectors in a way. We're, we're, we're helping take out the garbage. We absolutely the, are. <laughs> and then, the, and then, and isn't it true? And, but the thing is the garbage just vaporizes after it doesn't go anywhere. So then we leave the client in the hands of the light for the healing to happen. Very good. Yeah. It yeah is. I, always, I always like to leave people with an idea of what could stand in their way of success, you know, which mm-hmm. is taking on 
things that aren't yours to take on. Yeah, yeah. Right? Another one, the most common trapped emotion I find among healers is unworthiness. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, you know, I'm not worthy to uh, to succeed. That That's very, very common among healers for some reason. So that's a uh, a thing to be aware of. Another one is... We are, we're all worthy. We're all worthy. And if you're guided to be a healer, there's a reason you're guided to be a healer. There's, there's a, that's, that's in your heart. That's in your soul. You really want to follow that. And, and another obstacle that, that I get with what I call younger healers is the conflict of charging money to heal somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The con the inner conflict of that. Oh, well, if I should, if I do this, I should just give it away for free. It's I'm a bad person if I charge money, you know. Well, that's kind of from from religious indoctrination. That that tends to be because if if I'm giving a service, you know, why would God not want me to be re rewarded for giving a service? Mm -hmm. Whether I'm fixing somebody's car, you know, why wouldn't I ask for a payment for that? And if I'm helping with somebody's energy field, that's a, that's a real service, you know, and uh, that's, that's, uh, you know, I'm worthy of being paid for that too, because it's not in God's plan for us to be poor. Nope. It's or not. sick. And you know, that it, it, it's not, doesn't work that way. We're abundance is a flow. I give something, I receive something in return. It's a flow. But one one other quote that that is really uh, really helped me along along the way from Wayne Dyer, and that's uh, "Don't die with your music still in you." Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's that's a good one. And on that note, I think we'll close out this edition yeah. of the Focused Practical Dreamers Journey. I want to thank my guest Chris Chimbers, and please go visit his website heartfreedom.ca. Um, information will be below, so you can just click on the links. Um, awesome. Also, uh, the, some of his Facebook links will be below. Sorry. <clears throat> and I want to thank you so much for your time and the energy that you put into this. I appreciate you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure, Gene. Thank you. God bless. Same to you. Bye-bye, guys. See you later. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Focused Practical Dreamers Journey where we take out your emotional baggage and heal your emotional body so you get to enjoy the success you desire and deserve. Remember to visit our website at www.focusedpracticaldreamer.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Focused Practical Dreamer's Journey.